0: Folks, it's time for What's Your Game? Welcome to What's Your Game. Thanks for finding us. I'm Oscar Zodkevich, and I hope you stick around because today Ladies and gentlemen, today is the first episode of the What's Your Game podcast. This is something I am so, so, so excited about Oskar Zadkiewicz. Thanks for joining us. Um, This is a project that I've thought about. I've kind of let this bounce around in my head for a while. I've considered different podcast ideas. I've wanted to kind of do something like a podcast for a while. And I was kind of ironing out some details. Um, I really wanted to find a good way to integrate video games into my channel and into the content that I'm producing because it's something that I really enjoy You know, I obviously a lot of what I've done so far is TV and movies and some sports, um, which are all things I care about, but I really do play a lot of video games. I've been getting back into the gaming scene a lot more recently. Um, I think uh, COVID definitely pushed me back into it a little bit. You spend a lot of time at home and that's sort of the nature of it. And that's been happening, I'm sure, with a lot of people, especially as we see a lot of games just skyrocket in price like go into any game store and look at the collection of you know nes super nintendo and n64 games and then compare that to the amount of gamecube games they have and what the prices are it's insane but i'm i am getting back more into it it's something that i've been focusing on a lot more and so i'm just really excited to to kind of have a project that uh relates to that kind of creating content that is following along with that. I really hope this works out. It's a project that I'm really excited to start and uh, thanks for joining us. I just appreciate you uh, coming out and hanging out with me. So WarioWare Get It Together released on Friday for the Nintendo Switch. In the grand scheme of the WarioWare series, this is the first console WarioWare game I believe since Game and Wario, which was on Wii U. And then before that, I'm pretty sure it was Smooth Moves, which was on Wii. So they're pretty infrequent coming out on console. And Get It Together finally will bring WarioWare to Nintendo Switch. Or it has brought WarioWare to Nintendo Switch. Now, frankly, I I will be honest with you. um, I don't own the game yet. I have played the demo, which we'll kind of go over a little bit. But I haven't played a lot from this series. I didn't own a 3DS, which is where a lot of those titles came out on. I didn't have any of the ones for DS or Game Boy Advance. So I had Mega Party games. I've played Smooth Moves uh, a decent amount. But other than that, and I didn't have a Wii U, so I haven't played it much. So this is pretty big for WarioWare. I think it's a, it's a really cool series. Frankly, it's unique to Nintendo to have a series like this where it sort of embodies this arcade sort of style of game it's very much a you know high score you know it's it's not like it's some grand adventure i think it's really cool and i'm i'm really glad that nintendo's willing to put effort and to sponsor and promote um, a game like this that just like from a from a tonal series from a tonal perspective is very different from like everything else that they do you know um, it's not an adventure it's nothing like that and it's not like a complete spin-off like it's its own thing but I just I'm really glad that it's still being supported and I'm really glad that it's getting good attention um, intelligence systems I think generally has done a pretty good job um, with the series from what I've seen and it's exciting that it's getting a new title but even outside of the um outside of just the WarioWare series, this is actually part of sort of a pretty big ramping up for the Switch um, platform-wise and and, and software-wise. Like even if you go back to, uh, I think it was April, you know, you had new Pokemon Snap, Uh, We had Miitopia, which I think was probably like a month, two months later. Then we had Mario Golf Super Rush. I guess, you know, even if you want to go back further than that, you're talking about 3D World and Bowser's Fury on Switch. But this is all sort of setting a base for like a very, very big, big, big ramping up into the holiday season, which obviously is going to be some of your biggest titles. And then, of course, going into 2022, I mean, we're looking at, the Diamond and Pearl remakes for Pokemon, Metroid Dread comes out uh, very very shortly. Um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is coming out in November, I believe. Mario Party Superstars, and then going into next year, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Splatoon three, Breath of the Wild two, probably you know whatever. So this is like a this is sort of a ramping up is what we're kind of seeing here, and. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of had its bumps. New Snap did great, um, at least compared to other Pokemon spinoffs. I, I think it was Joe Merrick reported that it had over two million sales, and that came out in their the Nintendo's um, quarterly report. It had over two million sales since launch, which is the most out of any Pokemon spinoff that's not free to play which is incredible and um i mean it makes a lot of sense like it obviously hits that nostalgia factor it's again a unique experience compared to any other game that you'd really be getting on nintendo hardware well maybe that's not true but at least for like mainline uh ips it's 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 a really cool game so it makes a lot of sense especially with you know, getting that new hardware. There's all these new Pokemon to show off. It makes sense. But that did really well. Miitopia um, sold about a million. Um, and that was sort of like a return to, you know, we really haven't seen Mii's used much on Switch. It, it hasn't really been a focal point at all. They haven't been a focal point at all. So that was sort of a cool little adventure style uh, game that 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 reincorporated something we haven't seen for a while. And then, of course, there was Super Rush, which was pretty—I don't know. I guess I I don't want to speak for everyone here, but at least for me, like, I was extremely excited about it. Like, I think it had so much potential. It was so cool because this is the first Mario Golf game that we were getting on console since, what, Toadstool Tour, I think? as far as i can remember so kind of had my expectations pretty high and the reason i bring this up uh this sort of history and ramping up into some of these these bigger titles okay so with uh new snap did really well that's a really cool little spin off metopia you know not going to sell crazy well it's not like it's some uh, blue chip IP or anything like that. But I feel like with WarioWare Get It Together, I feel like it's relatively comparable to Super Rush um, in the sense that neither are coming out holiday season. WarioWare is going to get overshadowed by all of these huge projects that are coming in series that have typically sold better and had a little more like fanfare behind them. But they're both still like big titles in their own right, big series in their own right. And Super Rush, for example, I think is emblematic of so many of the complaints that people have reasonably had with Nintendo in recent memory, right? Super Rush, for example, the gameplay of Super Rush is fine. It's it's good. In fact, I actually quite enjoy it. I think... The speed golf is great. I think the regular golf is good too. I do think that, you know, there's a little bit of the challenge that comes out of it. It's not too particular about uh, club selection and things like that, but that's okay. You know, you have to appeal to a wider audience. Uh, Not everyone plays golf. Very few people do probably that are playing Nintendo games. Like not very few, but comparatively, probably not a ton. I get it. Um, I think the gameplay is fine, but it's just, it felt so bare bones. You know, like as we're recording this now, the the fact that it was just about a week ago that the game added ranked online play. I guess it wasn't a week ago. I guess it was it was probably about a month ago. But the game came out in June and it took until August to get ranked online play in a sports video game. That's outrageous. In the year 2021, I, I can't fathom, and I, I understand. I mean, I'm kind of like preaching to the choir here. Nintendo with online capability is, is I mean, I don't know that there's any two worse combinations in gaming at the moment. They just, they're just behind the eight ball 100%. The fact that an ethernet port is a huge feature on the um, OLED switch is outrageous to me, Um but the, but the point still stands, you know, I mean, like, I don't understand how you can release a game <laughs> without ranked online play in a competitive sports game. And I get it, like, it's a Mario game, but it's, I mean, come on, like, what what, what what's the point, you know? It felt so bare bones at release, and they you know they come out with this DLC, this free DLC to their credit. Uh, but, I mean, you know, I get it, you got to release the game in summer, it's a golf game, you got to take advantage of the time. Um, you know, it's not as particular, like, you know, if PGA Tiger Woods, whatever came out in February, you know, that would be awful. you could probably get away with it a little bit more with Mario, but it's like, it's a golf game, but the fact that you can release a game like that without a capability like that is so outrageous. Now, the reason that I bring this up at all is because kind of wonder if there's going to be any sort of similarity with warioware not so much in the sense of the game's coming out incomplete and they're going to need to add dlc i don't think that's the case Um, in fact the game from what i've seen i played the demo like i said it seems pretty fleshed out Um, so conceptually get it together for those of you that have not played it or seen it. It's basically just like any other WarioWare game. It's a whole bunch of micro games. You gotta complete the tasks really quickly. The catch with get it together is that all of the characters in the WarioWare universe, uh, they kind of interact with the environments a lot differently. So, um, Some people can't run quickly. Some people can't run at all. Some people can fly. Some people can't. So it's sort of a matter of like mixing and matching based on what you're trying to do with the micro game. If you want to challenge yourself a little bit more, if you want to make it a little bit easier on yourself with characters you're familiar with, um, which I think is cool. And it seems to me, as far as I can tell from everything I've seen of it, the demo and gameplay footage that I've seen, it seems pretty fleshed out. And it seems like, you know, they have it pretty much down. Um, there's multiplayer, like simultaneous multiplayer, which I think is a huge, huge aspect of it. But some of the early reviews, and and what I mean is the pre-release reviews, were not perfect. They both, the two that I saw that I think stood out were uh, Sam Makovich of Ars Technica, and then Ryan Gilliam from Polygon. They both had pretty similar findings in that it was another WarioWare game, right? Like this is we're playing WarioWare and that part is great. There's a some there's a level of like simple fun to it, high score based kind of uh, benefit. I you know, and so f- for that they seem to praise it, but they both sort of complained about the complexity. That comes with all of the different characters, and how that correlates to how that correlates to the uh, the the pickup and playability, right? Um, and I think that makes a lot of sense, especially for a game that is multiplayer. It's like, well, okay, are you gonna sit down with your friend and say, okay, uh, you know, uh, here's how to play the game. And then also you're going to have to learn all 20 of these different characters. You know, I get that. I I don't know that that's that's necessarily the case or necessarily a fair argument, but like, I get it. I understand the logical downside to that, but I think probably one of the bigger questions that I have is, so this game is $50 and First of all, let me get this out of the way first. I, I think that developing a video game and being a game developer is probably one of the most challenging professions in the world. It has to be because you are working tirelessly. There are so many different moving parts. Games are on deadlines. You can't just... You know, dilly dally around. I have so much respect for game developers, and this is not at all indicative of the quality of the game itself. The question I have with the price point is the reservation that I had with Mario Golf Super Rush that I sort of was able to push aside just because of my excitement, or maybe unfortunately pushed aside with my excitement, was that's a $60 game, right? which is a fully fleshed out game, completely reasonable for that to be $60. But like you play through the adventure mode and then that's kind of it. Like you're kind of making your own fun. There aren't a whole bunch of other modes. There's not a whole bunch of other stuff to do. So, you know, is, is it worth $60? No, probably not. Like if I had bought that game for $20, I'd have been like, that's a great purchase. It's a fun little romp. Pick it up every once in a while. The fact that it didn't have ranked online play, which, like, like I said, was ridiculous, you know, like that was remedied. So it's like, OK, yeah, you know what? You get that in a couple of months and now you can play some little ranked matches. That's cool. I'm I'm completely cool with that. Um, but for 60, like I definitely have buyer's remorse. It, it's, I, I just don't play it enough. I just don't think there's enough value there. The core game is good. Fine. You know, I mean, I it, have it, the beholder, I guess, but I think it's good. But would I do I think I really should have paid sixty dollars for it? like probably not now, with WarioWare, it feels like this is a much more purposeful game. Like they definitely put in the effort to make this a fleshed out game, and it's probably worth the 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 quality of the title is probably worth fifty dollars. but it just begs the question again is like, is it gonna be worth it to me? to buy it for $50. I don't know. I'm not really sure. And that's why I'm pretty like here and there about it. And I, it's, it's unfortunate that that happened because obviously this is two completely different companies. Um, super rush was developed by Camelot. Who's been doing it for a really long time. Intelligent systems does warrior wear, or did warrior wear. So it's, it's unfortunate to compare the two like that. It's just like after a game like super rush, I just kind of have a bad taste left in my mouth. And I also, and I hate to do this, but it's, it's, it's kind of hard to ignore that all of these big, big titles are coming out. Like I mentioned, you know, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, uh, Dread, Shin Megami Tensei, Mario Party Superstars, like all of these games are coming out. But WarioWare was kind of in the, yeah, we're releasing this in September category. It just, it gives me a little bit of questioning. Now, I, I don't know, you know, if this was a game that was coming out. I don't think that WarioWare would necessarily be Nintendo's first choice to be, like, a holiday season game. It's just, it's giving me a little bit of hesitation to buy the game. And like I said, like, here's the thing. If I knew the game, if if I had the game, I know for a fact that I would enjoy it, but is it worth the purchase? I don't know. It's hard to say. And this is like a recurring issue with Nintendo, right? Like Nintendo games do not go on sale. (laughs) They're going to charge you as much as possible. Um, You know, they have that whole thing with the digital price model where – you know, physical copies can't go below or digital copies, whatever. Like they have like the similar pricing that's going to keep games naturally more expensive. I get it. I guess, you know, it's one of those things like don't hate the player, hate the game. Because I don't, like I said, and that's why I wanted to make it very clear. The development of the game, the the fact that they it really does look like they put in a ton of effort to this game. And it really does seem pretty polished and creative. I love that. And this is not at all a uh, comment on the, um, the game development or the game developers or intelligent systems at all. Absolutely not. But it, uh, it, it just gives me a little bit of, it gives me a little bit of concern. So, uh, I'm going to keep definitely looking into the game. I'm going to keep, you know, I'll probably watch some gameplay footage. I'm going to watch some other people play it and, and see. And then, you know, what, When push comes to shove, if I got the 50 bones to spare, I'll pick up the game and I'll let you guys know how it goes. This is where most podcasts would have an ad break. Well, I couldn't get Microsoft on the phone. So for now, I run this operation off your support. Just by listening, you're doing that, supporting me. So thank you. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and like the video. If you're on a podcasting or streaming service, you're welcome to give What's Your Game a rating. Be honest, though. I mean, five stars would be great, but am I worth it? Thank you sincerely for listening. I deeply appreciate it. All right, cutscene over. So let's move off of a new game to talk about a very old game that I am playing for the first time. This is going to sound ridiculous. You're going to... I can't even believe that I'm, like, admitting this publicly, but uh, I bought and am playing through Super Mario Galaxy for the first time. Like, I understand how absolutely outrageous that is. This game that's, like, nearly 15 years old on the Wii and I'm just now playing it. And you know what's even more ridiculous is the fact that I did not even buy... I didn't buy the 3D All-Stars. I bought like a used copy of <laughs> Galaxy on the Wii. And I yeah, I know. I I can't believe I made it so far. But realistically, I mean, so I never owned Galaxy. I owned, I had New Super Mario Brothers Wii. But other than that, and that was kind of when I fell out. Like I didn't own a 3DS, like I said. I didn't have a Wii U. So I kind of fell out of that sort of scene. And obviously I didn't have Galaxy, so I didn't buy Galaxy 2. Um, But now kind of getting back into it, like, and I haven't played Odyssey. I didn't buy Odyssey once I sort of got my Switch and got back into things. So I haven't played Galaxy, and this is my first run through of it. And I feel like a doofus. Like, as I'm playing through this game, I feel like an idiot for having never played it and just sort of overlooking it. I was like, it's not that important that I play it. I'm sure it's a great game. But, you know, is it really necessary for me to play it? You know, I'm sure I might have fun with it, but, like, whatever. It's not, like, on the top of my to-do list. How dumb do I have to be to do, like, I, I am the dumbest person in the world. Because this game is so, so good. It is so good. And here's the thing. I have seen a lot of discourse, or I guess heard a lot of discourse about Super Mario Galaxy just by nature of it being so popular and like i get it and i feel like i recently have seen people will sort of start to like nitpick it a little bit like you're like you get to a certain point where it's like so good that you almost want to retroactively go back and be like okay but it's not perfect and here's why right you start nitpicking like every little thing the biggest thing that i've learned about galaxy is like Sure, if you want to go back through and you want to nitpick individual things after that you realize that it's such an amazing game, fine. But to 99% of people, it's just like you're going to play the game, you're going to love it, and then you're probably going to play it again at some point and go, "Yeah, this is still awesome," you know? <laughs> and I am I'm the I am like the 1% of people who have never played the game <laughs> and just started playing it now. But it's just interesting. I thought I kind of had an interesting perspective as somebody who has now seen what some of these future Mario games have had in them and can kind of retroactively go back and be like, okay, like this is what we were working with on Wii. Like this, all this stuff came out, this came out before all of that, you know, like pre 3D Land, 3D World, Odyssey, um, most of like the 2D Mario games, uh, all that. It's just it's I think it's an interesting perspective to have considering I've also never played the game. But it is just it's a masterclass, right? Like it's an absolute masterclass of a game. It is so much more cinematic. I mean literally, yes, more cinematic, but I mean just the feeling around the game. It's like you're you are really playing a Mario movie that's made for you (laughs) and it's so so cool just the entire atmosphere of the game is like perfect it just it sucks you in you're in this little world well that's ironic it's not a little world it's a big world but you're in this realm you kind of are sucked in and it just it gets you it gets you so hooked So fast. And yeah, I know it's like, you know, I'm not saying anything groundbreaking. Like a Mario game is great, but it really impressed me because you know what, when I think when you go back and you play Mario 64, for example, like, you know, I know people kind of wax poetic about, oh, Peach's Castle. And I have all these really fond memories of like running around and looking for secrets and stuff. And, oh, this, this, uh, you know, this stage was so memorable for me and all this like i get that but i think largely when i think back and i you know i'm thinking about super mario 64 the biggest thing for me is just the control of the game the the platforming just feels so precise and they just did a lot of good things but i really don't think it as an atmospheric game i don't think it's anything that impressive, not that it was trying to be, I mean, it was trying to be a, it was trying to be a Mario romp that controlled well and had fun platforming and fun stages, and it does that fantastically, right, it's Mario 64, like, you know what I mean, but then I think you skip ahead and you go to, um you go ahead to Sunshine, and I think Sunshine's kind of somewhere in between, like, they were sort of establishing, the atmospheric feeling you're on vacation you're on all these like tropical areas i never found that i was super immersed in the environment much but you obviously had that you felt a little bit closer to that than mario 64 and then the control was kind of somewhere in between where it's like you you have a lot of free control mario moves a lot quicker it's a little bit jumpier in my opinion, but you have that sort of like semblance of control with with flood. but then you get into Galaxy and it just feels like the platforming does not take a back seat like it's not challenging necessarily though granted you know what I guess I should have probably disclosed this. I'm only about 25 stars into the game. I got it last weekend and I've kind of just picked it up here and there for like an hour not an hour total, (laughs) like, (laughs) like just, you know, pick it up, play a little bit, whatever. It's not like incredibly challenging. I don't, I assume it probably won't get too particularly challenging. I'm sure it will get more challenging, but point being, it's not like it's going to be some crazy hard thing. But the point is that like the platforming is still fun and it's exciting to sort of run around the world and experiment with what the new, gravity systems and everything does but it's like mario is definitely slower definitely a little more methodical it's not so like quick cuts and this that and the other thing it's really like hey slow down look at all of this beautiful stuff we made look at all these beautiful environments that we have for you this amazing music the music i think is one thing that i i you know, like, I, I, I've i heard tons of Mario Galaxy music. I've listened to it on my own. A ton of people use it in videos. And no one has ever said, it like, a bad thing about it. And But it never resonated with me. Like, it never was hitting. I would listen to the songs. And I'm like, it's good. It, it's just not, like... It doesn't do anything for me like other, you know, like, iconic Nintendo tracks do. And now, after playing the game, I realize the reason is... Because I wasn't playing the game. You know, like you're playing the game whenever you, you open up the game and you're on, what, a good egg galaxy or whatever the first one is called. And that track starts playing. I mean, it just like, it it grabs you and it just holds you. And it's like, dude, you're playing a video game right now. Anything in your life is just not happening. The world is stopping and you're playing this game. It has a really weirdly profound effect. It, it's it's really, really incredible. It, it, I, don't, I don't really know how else to describe it, but, like, I've never been sucked into a game like this before where it's, like, I don't even really feel... Like, I literally just feel like I'm kind of walking around as Mario. It's it's a really, really kind of surreal feeling that's hard to explain. But, like I said, you know, I mean, it's been great. I, you know what? And that was the thing. I Because as I was playing, I was trying to think of, like... Is there anything about this that I don't like? And the one thing was probably getting used to the control was a little bit wonky, right? I think one of the... There's a pretty stark difference between Sunshine and Galaxy in terms of getting to running speed. You know, in Super Mario 64, like, there's a little pickup speed, but then you kind of get into full sprint pretty quickly. Super Mario Sunshine, you're in full sprint, like, immediately, you know, when you start moving galaxy it takes you a second to sort of start going so it's a little bit slower in that regard and there's a little bit of a uh, pickiness with the camera and the movement you know like directionally where you are pointing the stick because of you know it's you're in space you're on sort of these round objects it's not like flat surfaces but it really works overall obviously i mean you know it's it's not like i'm like i said i'm not saying anything that's like groundbreaking but it's it's an it's a pretty incredible experience that even despite what feels like kind of significant changes in movement you kind of just don't even worry about and you get used to them so quickly for a game as ambitious as galaxy like to be like to even think of the concept and flesh it out that at that grand of a scale, I can only imagine how challenging creating a game like that must have been. I mean, it just—I mean, it must have been so, so, so hard. And I just have the utmost respect for that part of it, for sure. But it really is a game that just sort of sucks you in, and I—I I can't believe that it's taken me so long to play it. Like I said, you know what? I haven't—I'm I, not super far into the game. You know, I'm—I'm I'm not even a quarter of the way through. But it's—it's it's been so so enjoyable and it's really grabbed me like really no other mario game has because i think you get that a little bit like i always get that feeling if i'm picking up majora's mask you know i get very attached to the game like i really get you know like all these little stories and all these little people these little quests that you're doing like for me you, you i just get you get super in into the game you get really sucked into it you just feel like yeah, that's you. You're running around talking to all these people and doing all this stuff. But most Mario games don't really give me that, and most video games in general don't give me that. You know, it's sort of like, okay, yeah, you're sitting on the couch playing a fun game, you know. And I love that kind of stuff. I really got it back, uh, big back into Crazy Taxi on GameCube. I've been playing that a lot because yeah, it's like a fun arcade-style thing. It's like i i don't think I'm the one hopping in a taxi, like running over people, but <laughs> like it's—it's it's just like a fun thing, a uh, fun game to play. But with Galaxy, I really do get that feeling of immersion, and it's really, really incredible. And I can't believe that I've never, I have never—I can't believe that I didn't didn't bother to make the effort to pick it up. It's just really exciting. I'm really, really excited to play through it and beat it. And then I'm I'm really going to make an effort to get Galaxy 2. because I don't know, I've I've heard just as good things about that game. In fact, I've heard many say it's even better. So we'll see. But I just thought it was interesting. I had sort of a a. Different perspective. I I had sort of seen the advancements in the Mario series over time, only to go back and play this game that, you know, now is like nearly 15 years old, over a decade old, and experience it for the first time. And it was just, it's it's been incredible so far to sort of get that feeling. And, you know, for any of you that ha- have played that game and played it maybe when it came out and got to experience that firsthand I promise you and I say that I am experiencing the same thing right now. And despite the technical limitations and, you know, the, the graphics, whatever, it, I'm, it's still hitting me like that today. And it really does hold up the exact same way it, it did when it came out. So it's just been really fun. And I'm really, I'm really, really glad I made that purchase. got it for 20 bucks. I wonder if that's because of 3d all-stars. <laughs> i'm not picking up 3d all-stars there's no way i don't own sunshine anymore but i'm not buying 3d all-stars if i want it i'll buy it on gamecube (laughs) galaxy has been great well folks if that's not your game if galaxy's not your game well, I'll try to do better next week, but for now, I gotta go. I'm Oscar Zodkevich. This is the What's Your Game podcast, and you are the ones that make this show run. Don't forget to rate us, like us, subscribe to us, and until next time, have fun, folks.